now to get your helmets on, because it's going to get rough in here. All the way from Studio B, it's showtime for John, Ken, and Mark, the Detroit Sports Authority. Don't try to keep that one in the pocket. This this ain't the Academy Awards. (laughs) Well, you know, you give her a kick. It's like, well, if you're in the NFL, no big deal. Yeah, as long as you play well. That's right. Yeah, if you're crappy, then you get your four-game suspension. Maybe you're gone forever. They throw you to the Me Too Wolves. Okay, there you go. You know, however, if you think we're going to address the Academy Award thing, we're not. No. No, we have so many more things to talk about. I mean, figure it out. It, and as far as we're concerned, it's a uh, legitimate conspiracy. There, is that both a sides? A legitimate conspiracy? Yeah, it's, it was legitimately done. It wasn't pre-planned out, but it was a conspiracy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so now we got both channels. Yeah. There you go. All right, so you pick a side. We're there with you. See? That's why we're running for office next week, because we're mishies. Um. A lot of things coming up here today. We have a lot of Lions talk. Um, what do we got? We got Lions talk. Oh, we got to talk about baseball. The, yeah, we got to talk about the uh, Cleveland Browns. What can Brown do for you? I, oh my yeah, God! God, this thing seems like it's been dragging on forever. We also have your Red Wing. You the know, dead things. Yeah, no, no, that's in Toronto. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be coming up right around the corner, and we'll be talking to. Our sport director, Mark Milicek. Um, let's see, anything in track and field? No. Anything in basketball? Yeah. Oh, the tournament. Thanks, St. Pete. Yeah. Appreciate that. You know, I took all the money that I had left after I lost everything from Kentucky and put it on St. Pete to go all the way to the top to get Arizona. Well, I, I think what we should have is a consolation game now between St. Peter and, and Longwood. Longfell. Yeah, Longwood, yeah. yeah. By far, yeah. A couple of dicks. Yeah, see what kind of wiener gets out of that one. See, I think that's going to be some stiff competition. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot. See who will be the head of that class. (laughs) See who has the balls to win. (laughs) I got plenty. I can keep going. Um, So anyway, so that's what's coming up on on the show. I I would assume that we should do a further to-do. All right, now further to do, to call up the one and the only, you know, from parts unknown, driving back in his truck in the garage somewhere. Driving uh, back from uh, Cincinnati somewhere? Yeah. Yeah, driving back. <coughs> Cincinnati, Montana this time. Yeah. It's like, um, okay. Ah. Yes, from Cincinnati, Montana, it's going to be your friend and our friend. You know, it is... Uh, once you hear him, you'll know his harmonic voice. And what we have to do today is ask him how the hell the leaves are falling that quickly. Talk amongst yourselves. Well, the leaves are falling, definitely. But uh, Yeah, the leaves are falling badly. You know, as a fan of the Detroit Red Wings, I can't really chirp too much. No. See, we want to chirp, and that's the fun part. Why are we chirping? Only because we realize we got a shit coach. You know, we, we realized that for for years, and then now we got two years on the extension on that. No thank you at all. Mark! Hello. Hi, Mark. How you doing, man? I'm okay. How are you? Good. Uh, fine for you. Before we go on any further, our good friend... Uh, Robert Klein has everything in order. All we need is some numbers from the head office. Well, you need to talk to her. Okay. Well, I'm just letting you know I'm passing that on, kids. This is what we're the point we're at. Talking about the point we're at, we're talking about how Blashell still stays next year with the Detroit Red Wings. What do you think, Mac? 
it's almost as bad as having uh, our commissioner there still. Yeah, see, everybody keeps saying, oh, Eisenman's a genius. He's a genius. What more does it take? You have the guy that's been the losing his coach over the last five years. Oh, but then you get the Detroit fan. Oh, but you have to have patience with the rebuild. No. What do you think, Mark? How much longer do they want to rebuild? Maybe, maybe, maybe they need a better coach to, to uh, you know, make the rebuild go maybe faster and a little better, maybe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, here, we're going to, I don't know on your side, but here, we're going to do it. We're going to do it on our side, but here we go um, for Blashill and everybody else that we haven't heard in years. The cack. What the? Yeah. The uh, cack sounded like it was getting strangled, though. <laughs> no, that was a funny sounding cack, wasn't it? Somebody choking that chicken. Yeah, I want to hear this. <laughs> oh, that was a quick yeah. one. That was almost mm, tasty. That was what that game on Sunday was. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that, that was a horrible game. We're just we're taking a look, Mark, at the difference between a real <coughs> hockey team and the Leaves. I mean, not the Leaves. Well, you can do that too. Why is that thing sounding so weird? <coughs> there you go. Now I'll give you one. There. Oh no, no. I'm sorry. I'm supposed to do the cack thing. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the cack? <laughs> You're, you're, you're not supposed to boo yet because you, we're not talking to Leafs yet. Boo! Oh, now we're talking to Leafs. There yeah, you go, yeah. yeah. We're just trying to remember what happened to the Cack Hall of Fame there. Yeah. There you go. That's khaki-like. Well, we've lost so many members of the Cack Hall of Fame in oh, recent years. God. You know, we've had uh, Ken Holland has left. Brad Asmus has left. Uh, Mr. Illich passed away. You suck! You know, uh, Martha retired. And, you know, the old man, he's gone. You know, it's just, we've kind of thinned the ranks out of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Yeah, that's everybody, Stan Van man. Gundy. Yeah, so what we need to do is we need to start instilling new members into the CAC Hall of Fame so we can uh, replenish the ranks. Blast show, first ballot. First ballot, yeah. Mark, right now, who's the, who goes into the CAC Hall of Fame? Um, I don't know. The coach of the Lions? Why? No, how could you possibly say that, Mark? He's going to be on hard knocks, and that's going to bring a lot of beautiful things to the city, and we could show off how nice Detroit's turned out to be, and then they'll see how good that, they'll see how good Detroit's going to be. You suck. I mean, Mark, don't, I, I, I hate saying this, so I won't, but it's like, isn't it true, Mark, that Hard Knocks only shows up for the shittiest teams in the NFL? Well, yeah. I mean, look at all the stuff that happened in Vegas. Look at all the stuff that happened before. The, the Detroit fan is such an idiot that they go, oh, yeah, we saw it last year, but something happened because they quit after four episodes. Uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of it's not a a 50 week process with this. So, um, Mark, what do you think about them getting hard knocks? Oh, gee. <laughs> they deserve it. Yeah. I mean, is anything good going to come out of this? I mean, how many how many times can you uh uh, have a fake punt or go on fourth down and, you know, I mean, I mean, I, I guess you could probably do that since you're like, oh, and whatever, I guess you can take that chance. But, you know, sooner or later, your luck runs out on that crap. Okay, Kenny? I think it's a joke. I think the whole premise is this is a team that sucks. And... It's not like you've won an award or anything. No. You're being laughed at. Yeah. So, it, you know, if that if that's what you want to wear, wear it. 
but it just shows how stupid you are. Yeah. You're so stupid you don't realize people are laughing at you. This is not one of those processes where they're laughing with you. You're the crappiest team. They're going to expose you as Keystone Cops. And then all through the season, I mean, really, as much as people are going to go, well, that's going to be great because then they can see our coach and see how fiery he is and see how, yeah, okay, uh, let's bring back the kneecap. Let's bring back, you know, the live lion. Let's bring back all that stuff. Remember, people are not excited around the country to watch the Detroit Lions or anything about them because they think that they're a credible team. True. If there's any interest in watching the Lions, it's for comedic value. Loser. Yeah, I mean, think about it. This is the same America that wants to kick off Detroit off the Thanksgiving Day game because they're so awful. Yeah. You know, but really, most of the time, you would want to keep them there because who's ever playing them is a guaranteed win. Oh, no, you're not. Look back in 87 when they lost. No, it doesn't count, boys. And the other thing, too, about the Thanksgiving game, everybody watches that damn game anyway. So it doesn't matter what kind of shit show you run out there. Yeah. You save the good matchups for some other time. Or later in the day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, now you're eating basically when people are calling you in for the food or the kids are jumping around or something, and you just want to get away from there. So you just stare at the tube. I mean, you could have had a test pattern up there, and you'd get away with it. But, you know, it's somehow, some way, football has this is this kryptonite kind of quality that keeps women out of the room. Are oh, you guys watching football? Oh, okay, fine. It's, it's kind of like the male version of a Hallmark movie. You know, a guy walks into a Hallmark movie on TV. Oh, that's cool. I think i got to plunge the toilet. You know, Mark, are you going to watch any part of that? No. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I, I just, it was just so stupid. They gave them that and they gave them the draft. They didn't give them anything great. You know, and then the brilliance of the Lions. What are they going to do with the draft? They're going to have it outdoors at Campus Martius. What a brilliant move. On so many dumb levels. In April. In Detroit, in April. April in the D. I mean, that's like we play baseball in April in Detroit because we have to. Yeah. But not because we want to, and nobody really goes except for opening day. Yeah. But so it, now you're going to have it outdoors in April. Great. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand with the wind. With the cold. And what are you going to do? Have other people outside there doing what? Cheering Detroit's first overall pick next year? Or or do something stupid, win six games, and then Detroit fan will be going, Wee! Look at us. We won 50% more games, and now we're drafting 17th. Wee! Okay, I, I want to take a step back away from that, though. Mm-hmm. We have a team that won three games last year. Yay. And two of those games they probably shouldn't have won. Oh. Okay. Now, they almost won three others, but yeah, didn't. Yeah, see, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. And what have you done? You've basically brought back everybody from that team. Because we're building a culture, like VD cultures. Yeah, so, uh, and we're all of a sudden now we're going to win six or seven. Yeah, because all of a sudden we're one year older. I mean, help me understand the logic. I don't get it. Oh, here, I'll help you out. And then Mark will come to you with this. Here's how the logic goes. Here's Lion fan logic. We almost won how many games by a last-minute field goal, last-second field goal. And then if we would have won that other game, if we only would have, you know, went for two instead of getting that one, we would have won that. So that's seven wins. You know, and so we have the momentum. So all that we have to do is just get those three games back that we lost by a one-second field goal. That's six wins, seven wins. This team is really that good. Yeah, see, we're we're right on the brink here. So if we add some players in the draft, hey, we could be in the playoffs, and you never know yeah, what right. happens, right? There you, oh. See, so it's the same basic team, but now we're building up a, a, a foundation. I think this team is just as likely to win two games next year as it is to win six. I don't even give you two. Mark, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they could, um, you know, people might say they can win six or seven, but 
you know, the Lions have a reputation of finding finding ways of losing that no other team can please imagine. Please. So but, they can go right down to two. Well, here's the story. So now all these idiots from Lions are going, patience, give us patience for this rebuild. Look, jerks, nobody in this room, nobody on this airwave, nobody around here has ever seen the Lions ever win. We have given you more than a half a century of patience. We've given you closer to 70 years than we did 50 years. You know, we gave you 65 years of patience. And what has it got us? One playoff win. How many years ago? Not even in this millennium. Patience. All right, there are no patience. What did you reward us for our patience? Nothing. Zero. I don't understand the idea of patience either. I mean, it's not like we have to allow them time to rebuild. Right. I mean, I can go cut the lawn. I can go paint the shed. I mm-hmm. can do whatever I want to do on a Sunday afternoon. If I choose to watch the Lions game, then I watch the Lions game. If right. I choose to do something else, then that's fine, too. And yeah. God help me if I go to the damn game and spend all that money to watch that shit show. But You'd go? Uh, ew, why? Why would That's I? what I'm saying. But you know so, what? I mean, so the idea of patience is, well, you got to stand by the team and you got to support. Why? Agreed. They don't seem to much care either way in their end. Yeah, I mean, they're asking us for patience. All right, so we'll give you patience. What are you giving us? Nothing. Losses. Thank you. You know, and, and that's what, and really cool draft picks. What do you think, Mark? I would spend a penny on anything for the Lions because they give they give nobody anything, but the they forwards. have a bunch of dedicated. Well, let's know, let's should see. We them, should we call them fans? Should we call them other names? I don't know. You know, I could call them other things, but I wouldn't donate a penny to anything with the Lions myself. But for the Ford Cottage Fund. Or so they can buy another cottage somewhere on you stupid idiots buying the $19 beers, you know. But did you see, and the one thing that I almost interrupted you with, was that did you see what season ticket prices are doing for the Lions? They're flying, not prices, but the sales, they're flying off the shelves. I mean, they, there's an uptick in actual buying season tickets this year for a three-win game. Here's the reason why. Buy low, sell high. There's a bunch of idiots out there who thinks that Detroit people are going to go, what, six wins? Wee! Give me that ticket before it jacks the prices. We're on our way. Yeah, so they figure that if they buy a lot now, while you know the prices are not depressed, they're still the same just as they were, you know. but they figure that once the Lions start winning, they'll actually jack prices. It's got news for you. Lions have jacked prices all the time. So, Mark, you getting a season ticket? <laughs> Going to sit with Patty? Yeah, yeah, I mean that that's almost amazing. And this whole and now the new thing, now the fashionable thing in the Detroit area is to say, well, we're building a foundation. We're building a foundation, and then we're going to spend at the right time. And like we said last week, here's the story. If you're building a foundation, that's going to take at least three years, four years. So anybody who's good, their contract's going to be up, and they're the hell out of there. So now your foundation just took a big kick. you know. So now your foundation is now weak again, so you're back to where you were. So in your second year, you start spending like crazy. If you're going to spin, and Detroit fan spins just like a bitch, if you're going to go that the you know, Lions won six games this, this year on the week schedule of week schedules, because that's what you get you know, when you're that crappy in the NFL, the NFL is the only league that is ready for you to win next year. If you put everything together, that's the fastest way to go. Baseball takes forever, hockey takes forever, basketball takes forever. You know, football, you can do it in a year. You know, but then they were going, well, we shouldn't really be spending because we really don't have the team now. Uh, then you haven't had the team for two years, or you would have had the team for two years. And you can't identify where a free agent could help you, let alone, you know, have somebody come in that's an actual expert at their position. 
as opposed to, you're right, we signed all the crappy guys from the three-win team. Like somehow, magically, when they go to bed, they're going to have sprinkles and jimmies on their wieners, and when they wake up, they'll be all nine inches. But here's the thing, though, and I always go back to this. Don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. They resign everybody. If you resign yeah. a three win team, your intent is to bring back a three win team. Yeah, right. You aren't trying to win six. If you were trying to win six, you'd have done some things differently than what you've done. You are trying to lose again. Why? Yeah. Because you, you don't want to climb too far down the draft. You don't care. You want to stay high in the draft. Okay, because why? Because you look at this draft and you go, this group sucks. We're not going to get shit out of this draft. Okay, so since we're not going to get shit out of the draft, what do you do? You push it out another year. Okay. You still have to draft this year, though, unless you you draft back so far. It doesn't really matter because somehow, someway, if you don't get that kid from Michigan— then the whole draft is ruined, and I mean, there's never God, any good team. My God, there's people talking about them taking a safety at number two. Yeah. Jesus Christ, really? Or Malik Willis? Yeah, really? From Liberty? So, I mean... I mean, you can trot out as many McNeese State equivocations as you want, you know, but there's there's very, very, very few times. It's like how many people bet on St. Pete? You know, to win everything because they love to be the smartest man in the room and they like to find, oh, look, we turned over, you know, this this gem in, in this toilet. And it's like, okay, but they never really kind of pan out. So so what you want to do, you're approaching the draft. You say, yeah. we're not drafting players with an eye in winning this year. No, we're placating. We're, we're, we are going to draft players that project out beyond this year. Yeah. Because why? Because we're going to go into the shithole again this year, and we're going to not fall too far down the draft. And you also have a head coach that's learning on the job. Yeah. And that's not helping either. Mark, how far away is the NFL draft? That's a good question. That's it's a month. Yeah, about a month, about four it, weeks. Yeah, at the end of, end of April sometime? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so here's the bigger picture. Why are we getting inundated by all these mock drafts? <coughs> mock drafts. Yeah. You know, <coughs> Mark, is there any mock mock draft out there that's worth a damn? Not really. I mean, because that's just somebody's opinion. It's no, no. Yeah. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with that. I don't think it's somebody's opinion. I think it's what somebody throws out there to try to get attention. Uh oh. Okay, if I go out there and I say, well, the Lions are going to take uh, Malik Willis at, at two. Oh, snap. Do I really believe that? No, I don't believe that for a minute. But you know what? It gets people talking. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of like. It's clickbait. It's throw it against the wall and see what sticks. And then they have a 1.0, a 2.0, a 3.0. Nobody cares. No, even if you got these things 100% right. Nobody cares. And then the funny thing about it is you get to draft night, and they say, oh, look, that guy has fallen in the draft. What do you mean fallen from what? From your bullshit mock draft that didn't mean anything? Really? This is one of Kenny's key points. This next to having Brad Penny on your team, two things that will start him up. So if you see Kenny, like, at the Safeway, say something about the mock draft. (laughs) See how people have fallen. Mark, so who does Detroit go for this year since we're having our own mock draft, our, our mock draft? Well, like Kenny said, that, um, you know, they might take a safety. Well, that would probably be a safe bet, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Epic fail. Okay. Ah. Yeah, Hell, no. I don't know. <laughs> I think they should go for a tackle because they got so many at tackle already. That would be such a lion move. I've actually seen mock drafts that have that. Mock! Really? Yeah. i got to get something in here that does that mock thing. Mock! Um, all right, so, Mark, so who are you going for? You're going for the quarterback out of Liberty? How in God's name did he become anything? I mean, Liberty did shit this year. I mean, they overachieved, but they're still Liberty. Get, I mean, be like Gonzaga. Get into a real, real conference. Who do you like, Mark? 
the the thing about it is, is who knows if the Lions are even going to pick uh, keep that pick. Yeah, because they're too stupid to go down anywhere else. I mean, they, they don't do outside of the box drafting. If they did, they would have had the fine gentleman from uh, Cleveland right now as your quarterback, and give up four first rounders and two hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed. No, not him. I go for Baker. Oh, Baker. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I mean, here's what Detroit needs. A, a quarterback with a deadly strong hard arm, somebody who can scramble, somebody who's won way beyond his beliefs. And Baker Mayfield has none of those. However, you know, he he's got a chip on his shoulder. Boy, it's a show-me contract. All right, show me nothing. Mark, where does Baker Mayfield end up? I'm just trying to think of a team that needs a quarterback. Washington. Seattle. Washington Washington needs a quarterback. (laughs) Oh, that's right. They got Carson Wentz. I'll repeat myself. Washington needs a quarterback. Yeah, and so so does whoever gets Mariota. Yeah. What the hell was that? (laughs) Mariota, where did he wind up? Didn't he go Carolina or somewhere, somewhere out east? Yeah, it was something yeah. that it was, why are you there? Down to the point where. Atlanta. Atlanta. There you go. Yeah. I mean, it, it was almost to the point when they go, well, Brady's trying to go to Miami. Oh. <sighs> then why didn't he come back as a free agent, go to Miami? You know, unless Buccaneer still holds his rights. Mark, does, does he go to Miami? Who, Brady? Yeah. No, he's gonna he'll stay in Tampa Bay. Okay, but Gronk hasn't signed yet. So does he go where Gronk goes? No, no, he'll stay in Tampa Bay. Okay. All right. So and, 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 and Gronk will go to Tampa Bay. Gronk would resign. Yeah, I think so. How much did you sign Gronk for? A one-year contract for what? I don't know, five million or something. Yeah, Just something good. Yeah, but I mean, somebody of that quality is worth at least two hundred forty million. You know, you take a look back at Stafford's contract for a hundred million, not even all guaranteed, and you kind of go, "God, what an idiot to sign that cheap contract." All right, so now, Mark, Deshaun, and then Kenny. Deshaun Watson play any time this year? You're playing with your lip. Yep. <laughs> well. Put it this way: So far, they haven't they haven't uh, pinned anything on him yet. Yeah, so far he's kind of slippery. But you know, the Browns were thinking that he's going to like just give all the women the money there, shut up, go away, kind of thing. And he's going, "Oh hell no!" So let's really keep this going through the media. Let's really make the NFL squirm because really they threw out were you know people for a lot less offense in 22 and so the thought was that in cleveland if we give him guaranteed 235 230 you know he can take some of that 30 spread it around give them what they want sign you know contracts and they all go away we can play football but this is going to be a distraction for the whole season long now how much of that is you know, real deal. How much did he really do, and how much are the women trying to shake him down? Who knows? You know, but now you got to go through 22 court cases to find out. All right, how fast, as you well know, the, the wheels of justice, how fast do you think it's going to take to get through 22 civil court cases? Yeah. You want to go for hard knocks? There you go. You should go for limp wieners. <laughs> well, evidently not. <laughs> That's the problem. No. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that's kind of where we're going. All right, so now, did you do the whole thing, Cleveland, with keeping Baker there uh, because you're not really confident that Sean is going to be playing this year? And if you do, what kind of fun locker room is that going to be? <sighs> I got it here somewhere. Wait a minute. I know I do. Shh. <laughs> 
the Cleveland locker room when you open the door. That's the sound you hear. You know? I mean, <laughs> there you go. Or if you're by Deshaun, there you go. <sighs> sound effects so radio for one. So let's hang on to Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Because they figure he's uh, going to get, get for suspended, him? right? Yeah, right. And they're going to use him when uh, during the suspension. Yeah. Well, if you're Baker Mayfield, you're just kind of showing up. You're not really studying the playbook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You shuffle your feet. Yeah. You're just kind of like, okay, I'll be there. Sure. I mean, I'm going to raise as much hell as I can while I'm there. No. No. Bad attitude. You win as much as you can. And when you get to that playoff game, all of a sudden you have the Hershey squirts and you can't play. Oops. Too bad. You know? (laughs) No. Because they'll do another commercial. Yeah, he's got good commercials, though. I mean, they are funny, especially when he's cutting the lawn. That is funny. Oh, there you go. Oh, Caesar Supreme. I forgot about one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, should we have one? I think we should. We should. Mmm, tasty. There you go. Directly from Little Ripoff Arena and or... Uh, is this still going to be in our opinion? This year? Of in our opinion, yeah. yeah. No, but no, forty dollars to park, little ripoff arena, big ripoff arena. No, and then how come, Mark? Has Detroit ever since little ripoff arena has been around? Have they had a, a uh, all star game? The pizza pizza arena? Yeah. No. All right. No, that's see, that's what I'm asking. So. NHL hasn't had an uh, all-star game there. The NBA hasn't had an all-star game there. Now, as much as you know, Mark, wasn't it kind of an automatic thing that if you had a new arena, you had an all-star game within two years? Usually, yeah. yeah usually when they built the arena, they usually made it, yeah, yeah within a year or two. Yeah, whether yeah. it be that or a baseball park or, or whatever. Everybody gets the brand new shiny, and away we go. Now, I don't remember hearing anything that anybody is going to have an all-star game at Little Ripoff Arena. Gee, why? Maybe they can hold the uh, NHL draft there. <laughs> no, it'd be outside in December. No, but isn't that kind of weird, Mark? That they can you imagine or can you remember any you know either team, either NHL, I should say, or uh, NBA. That didn't get a brand new one? Not that I can remember. Yeah, I'm surprised that, um, you know, they even had one here, you know, but maybe uh, they haven't worked out a deal with the parking structure. They, they <laughs> wanted to charge them 25 bucks uh, a hit to go in there. <sighs> yeah, well, maybe we'll get uh, dumb knocks and we'll have the Red Wings, you know, with the HBO guys. I mean, Kenny, what's isn't every single baseball park, every brand new one gets the All Star game? Yeah, yeah, that's so what they do. What the hell? I mean, there's not even talk about getting an All Star game, and from either league up here. Why? Sure is interesting. And if you would have saw the ice, I think it was Saturday, with the Wings are playing Tampa, and the ice just came apart. You know, they actually had to have huge timeouts to put water on that ice to freeze up, and even then, that wasn't fabulous. But what was not fabulous was the team that was on that ice. I mean, how many games can you have double-digit, you know, loss or double-digit? Here's the story. Your goaltender on 13 shots gives up four goals. So you don't have to be a super CPA to go one, two, three, in one two three in one two three in you know it it's kind of an amazing thing if you're at a pro level that you can't stop more than three shots in a row before you give something up so mark who do they get as goaltender i mean the whole detroit thing's got to go but mark who would you get as as a goaltender would you get the flower see if you can pick him up well you can't get him out of chicago anymore where'd he go anyway mountain Better place. He's with Minnesota now. He's what? He's with Minnesota now. Good trade or bad trade, Mark? He went to, he went to a team that 
he's gonna he's gonna be a uh, he's not gonna be a starter. He's gonna be a uh, you know it's gonna be a committee. You know he's not gonna play all the time because Dubnik's there. Yeah. Oh no, Cam Cam Talbot's there, not Dubnik. Yeah, I mean, see, that's kind of the whole problem, isn't it? I mean, it's it's you have this guy that is just doing a free fall at the end of his career. Why would you want to go to Chicago? Yikes! But then again, look at the Golden Knights. Yikes! What happened? What happened to Detroit? Yikes! But you don't have Kenny and then you, Mark. The two goaltenders that you have in Detroit, is it their fault? Is it the fault of their defense? It's partially the goaltender's fault. Um, frankly, you burned out Nadelkovich by play, overplaying him because the backup goaltender was so horrible. Your defense hasn't given anybody any favors either. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's kind of like a, a team effort. You have the defense, you have the goaltending, you have the coaching. It's just a catastrophe. But they're rebuilding. Mark, what do you think? Well, it's, it, it's a combination of everything. You know, the goaltending, um, you know, not not stopping the puck. You got the defense that can't stop anything. Still. And then you got the forwards forward not coming back to help the defense. So you got everything not, um, not gelling together. Did they stop so, listening to him? Well, if you had him as coach, would would you listen to him? No, and see, that's the whole point. And I mean, as much as Larkin is going, we have, I mean, Larkin and Blash do the same damn thing. Every man has to look in the mirror and say whatever. It's like, this isn't a Michael Jackson song, you know? <laughs> there is no man in the mirror. It's a team effect. And if you've given up 10, and I'm, Lindquist, I think, no, um, Listrom. Jeez, he's like what? Negative what? Uh, or plus what? I, I I mean, he's like, wow, what is he doing? I mean, what position does Lindstrom play, Mark? Oh, Gustav Lindstrom? He's a defenseman. Yeah. <laughs> Since when? I mean, it's like well, all of a sudden he's got the Erickson Award. Well... I mean, he's still young, but you got you got to remember when he's on the ice, there's always somebody with him, so <laughs> he could be trying to cover up for his partner's errors too. So, horny Nick, you know, Stall. What's that? Oh, Mark Stall. Yeah. Jeez, how did we still keep him? Oh, here's a Red Wing move. Let's give him a five-year no cut. I mean, no. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say it's going to be a Tampa Bay or a uh, Maple Leaf kind of thing. Be kind of shitty, kind of marginal. Let's sign you so we go way over the cap. Subsequent. Yeah, yeah go so, ahead. So, so you have like $37 left on the cap. Maybe. And now you've got to get rid of good guys because not because you can't use them. It's because you're in cap hell. Okay. And you, and you can't trade them. Yeah, true that too, and you can't. There's no help in Marley Land. So now, what do you do? Yep. Yeah. I, you know, yep. the, the last last time I checked, I didn't I I didn't see any goalies in down at the Griffins, and I don't know where there's any. Uh, no, there isn't. You know, defense. Yeah, but we always. You know, I don't know if there's any defense down there, but I think I think they have some decent defensemen down there. But yeah. you know, I don't know how much that's going to help if you don't if you got a guy that can't stop the puck. So I don't know if that's going to help either. So yeah, it's it's like the goaltender over here. They're always great for. I mean, Jimmy used to do the same damn thing. You would be great for 19 minutes, and one, the last minute, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Here they go breezing through them. You know, it, it was an amazing thing. It was amazing to watch because you'd always be kind of like uh, Jones was a reliever for Detroit. 
you never knew what day he was going to have, you know, and everybody hung on because it was, you know, we're up by one run and he had walked the bases full and then get three strikeouts. Whatever happened to that guy? Who? Todd Jones? Yeah. Uh, he might, I don't know, might be on a farm somewhere. Or, <laughs> I don't know. Is he with the Diamondbacks? <coughs> I don't think he's playing anymore. God, would he? You don't, he'd be like, what, 51 now? Yeah, that'd be that'd be a Detroit move. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you get off that John Deere. We got a contract for you. We brought back Ian Kroll. We're gonna bring you back too. The the Chris Kelly owes him baseball. Yeah. Oh, seriously, it's like look, if if you're if you can get down from that uh, John Deere tractor and uh, who's your helper over there? Brad Penny. Sure, we got a contract for him too. Da 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 da. There we go. Yeah. Oh, oh, America. And you, other, and, you, and you forgot the other helper, Anthony Ghost. <laughs> he had to go there. But he's a pitcher now, so he's better. That's right. You know? He's seen the errors of his ways. And I mean errors. But now, look at him. But unfortunately, now he's got a hit. <laughs> now he's got a bat. So he doesn't get to have that shoo. I can, you know, cover up my crappy hitting by just being a pitcher. There you are. Now, we have, what, the Detroit Tigers are going to be up in two weeks? Yeah. Two weeks? One week? Two weeks. Two weeks. All right. Mark, prediction for how many they win? I don't know. 65, maybe? 70? Okay. So you're saying they're regressing from last year? Um, that's okay if you do. That's fine. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get much better. But yeah, but now, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I, I don't think they're going to get much better. Oh, hey, the Maple Leafs just got a goal. Good. So now it's only four to one. No, they're up three to one. Yeah, what period? First. We'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> All hockey games have three periods, you know, like three women. The moon hasn't hit yet. <laughs> and, and they're playing Boston, so you never know. Oh, well, I'm sure Chura will come back. It's weird to see him out of a, out of a Boston uniform. That's strange, man. But then again, here's my career. Boom. Bye. See ya. Now, all right, Mark, Kenny, how many are they going to take? How many will Detroit Tigers win this year? Games. Me? You, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, 78. <laughs> one better. One better. <sighs> you spend all that money, you're one game better. I like it. Yeah, it's like Jeopardy. As long as you have $1 left, you win. Okay, well, <laughs> here we go, though. But here's how we get fannies in the stands. We're crappy, and we know it. Clap our hands. But... If we bring torque and green up, look over here. Look at this shiny object. You know, it's it's kind of like Raymond and and the other the tall kid from Cider. Yeah. Cider, yeah. It's like look over here. Don't don't look at Mark Stahl. <laughs> you know, look over here. And that's almost what they're going to do. They're going to base money on the new Bash Brothers. You know, who body wise could not be more different. I mean, there there's. Torque looks like Harmon Killebrew come back. I mean, he's a big, big boy. How Green breaks him, I have no idea. But now, guess what happens? And unfortunately, nobody home. Uh, it's now you, you mind. Now you have to find what a uh, major league sinker looks like. Now, how many of that do you get in AAA? Not many. Now you get to see the major league, and they don't care about you either. But you know what's going to happen? First, Mark, and then Kenny. Do you think with Torque and Green making the opening day uh, roster, first of all, it's it's just a PR move to get them in. They'll probably be gone in about a month or two. Um, do you think it's going to be a red pop thing where they're going to go all the way through the league, nobody's seeing them, 
and they're going to get off to a great start, and everybody goes, we have two K-lines now, or will they be gone by May? Mark? Well, <clears throat> according, for, according to what I heard, the last I heard anyway, is that there's a possibility they might not even make the 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 roster coming up. Really? But, I mean, if they, if they if they do, you know, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna they're gonna stay. It, it, it'll all depend on how well they play and how, actually how much time they'll that uh, they even get to play. You know, I mean, who's going to be who at knows? first base? What's that? I mean, who's going to be your starting first baseman? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's on third? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. See, that's what we're, we're trying to figure. He's in the best shape of his life. Do what? He's in the best shape of his life every year. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And he demands to start. Okay, great. But it, you better have torque, and you better have green just to bring fannies into the stands because who are you going to bring them in? Bugaboo? You know? I mean, he was exciting last year. Can he do it again this year? So, Kenny, what do you think? Well, I, I think that uh, Badu is a guy who had a, a strong rookie year. True. And I think that he'll continue to build on that. Uh, the trend in recent years has been – you get the big name rookie comes up, everybody's expecting great things, and he hits 190. You have to send him back down, gets more seasoning after a couple of years. Yeah, he starts to progress. I mean, you look at Jared Kalenic, for example, for the Mariners last year. He came up, and boy, the excitement level was way up there, and the guy hit like 180. It was terrible. Now, he'll be back on the team this year, but, uh, you know. It, expectations somewhat tempered now and uh you know he'll probably succeed now but uh it's a hard adjustment to make like you said the major league sinker you get a look at you get the slider that yep. bites a little harder than the right. guy in triple a and uh, it's not easy and uh, the days of orion braun and hunter pence coming up and mm. shaking things up that first year you don't see too much of that anymore yeah. so yeah i you know, everyone's going to be real excited to see the two kids come up. And I think between the two of them, I think Green is probably more likely to succeed really? from the outset than Torque. Wow, I would have thought just the opposite. Why is that? Torque is, is more of a disciplined hitter and can rake hard. I mean, and he looks like a major leaguer. He That's what we said. He looks like Harmon Killebrew. Green looks like, you know, your 11th grade brother. Okay. How he hits, I have no idea. I mean, he has the science of hitting down, or the art of hitting. Oh, my God. The buggy whip. Oh, Lord. Mark, what is your absolute least favorite Jim Price cliche? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't listen to him that often. So I have really. I, I really don't know him all. Well, it, he's. I mean, Mickey's got one. Oh my God! Did you see? Wait a. It's a side thing. Did you see the game on Saturday? For they had to trot out the 25th anniversary of beating the hell out of uh, Colorado at that time. Claude Lemieux. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You had to trot that out. I mean, you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of a rain out or a rain delay, and they always have the 84 Tigers highlights that you've memorized by this time. There is no ooh anymore with with seeing Claude Vermeer getting beat to pulp. Nobody cares anymore. It's not the game anymore. The people that are going to the games now, most of them weren't born then. You know, so it's... If you're that desperate, that's what's going to bring people out of the seats or, or to Little Ripoff Arena for what? To see Darren McCarty once again sign things for you? I mean, he signed things with Claude Lemieux. He signed things, you know, basically, and now he's got the band or the weed thing or whatever going there. I mean, tip of the hat, thank you for being on our team. But, okay, we've seen this movie. 
We don't even get a charge out of it anymore. Even when we see Vernon come up and, and do the Superman punch kind of thing, we don't care anymore. Don't. You know, I mean, Mark, do you see that video and go, ooh, the testosterone level just like crank? It, does, it doesn't do a whole lot for me. I've, I've seen it I don't know how many times already. I know. It, it's like they got to trot that out to remind you how great they were 25 years ago. You know, when you can actually have fighting. I mean, once you do go back one more year and see Drapes getting his head kicked in. I don't know. Kenny, what do you think? I would really like to see Nadelkovich go beat a Patrick Waugh. <laughs> I mean, it, it's been a, it was a tradition for a while with Red Wing goaltenders. Yeah. You're not a Red Wing goaltender until you beat the hell out of Patrick Roy, right? Yeah. So, all well, right. Bring him back. Beat him up. What is there else to do? I mean, there's no fighting in the game anymore. I mean, really, as much as they kind of sputtered and tried, there isn't any. There isn't any enforcer anymore. There is no room for a Stu Grimson anymore. And it's really too bad because look at how many people are in the seats. Well, that's just ghoulish if they want to come see people get beat up. Yeah, they do. But hockey fights are different than any other fight in any other sport because they'll whomp the hell out of each other, and then they'll go out for a ginger ale afterward. Okay. But, Mark, did you watch the game on Saturday? Which which game? The, there's only one Detroit game, the Red Wing game. Yes, Tampa. Yeah, against Tampa game. Thank God they lost. Get to lose no. it. Did you? No, I watched a little bit of it. Not they, much. they said, well, you know what's really good is that uh, that Mickey was headed down to do an interview and he didn't get to call that fight, and you know he got caught in between in the elevator, and after that the fight was done and stuff. So now we got Mickey Redman to do the color play-by-play of the fight. And so you think he's going to say, bingo, bango, and boy, I look at... So what they did was they had him in the middle of this dark room with this black and red uh, flannel shirt. And they're cl- instead of looking at what was going on screen, they had the camera on him. It was the dumbest damn buildup since the slap at the Oscars there. And we're not even going there. We're not talking about that today because really a slap. What is it? Is that the new thing to do? You got people in from Michigan slapping people. You got this guy slapping people. Mark, did we <clears throat> miss the boat? Um, I don't know. Maybe when I uh, get done here, I'll look for somebody to slap. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna what? Go on patrol, look for somebody to slap. <laughs> when, it, when, it, when I go when I go pick up Leah from uh, the hospital, I'll, I'll get out and I'll look for somebody to slap. There's got to be somebody you can slap. <laughs> yeah, maybe somebody that's getting discharged. I'll slap them and I'll go back. <laughs> Yeah, somebody that had a close head injury. You got to hit him in the head. <laughs> Way to go. Way to make him go back for another couple of weeks. All right, talking about yeah. which. Mark, what didn't we cover in one whole minute, sir? Um, Maple Leaf what? Boo. Boo. You guys are sliding, uh, man. I mean, what a sliding out of control team you are now. Whee! Uh, they're not sl- they're, they're doing okay. They're not. They, put it this way. They have to play a playoff team to win. They can't beat Montreal. They can't beat Arizona. They can't beat the um, – they, they can't beat the guys at the bottom. They got to play good teams to win, I guess. I don't know. They they, they can't play down to their their, their competition anymore. Mm. I don't know what. Well, you, you can't play uh, the uh, Habs anymore. Good God! How talk about going from first to worst? Whee! Yeah, but that, the the thing about it is, here. Let me pull this up real quick here. I wish you would. What are you pulling up? Yeah. Yeah, are you from Longwood? 
<laughs> Vela Wiener? <laughs> well, I'm not sure you want to say that to 74 countries. Oh, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, the, the thing about it is, is um, between Toronto and Florida, there's only seven points difference between them and first place. I mean, there's not that much of a difference. You know, they, they beat Florida. They beat Tampa Bay. They're playing Boston tonight, and they're winning. They're beating all the teams in front of them. They just can't beat the teams below them. I don't know what the hell's wrong with them. It's because they below them. You know, I mean, it's here comes your skid, dude. I mean, seriously, do you think you're going to get out of the first round? Well, they will have to uh, have a couple of uh, tough guys playing in the playoffs. They can't play with the roster they have now. they got to have Clifford and Simmons playing in the, in the playoffs. They can't, they can't play playoffs. with these wimpy guys in the, in the playoffs because they'll get their ass kicked. Yeah, well, here it comes. So I went here. Okay, before we go, really quick, Mark, uh, who takes the NC two A? Yeah, I can't remember who did it. <laughs> it's so busy. Our sports um, director, Mark Milicek. Damn. Uh, yeah, who's in it? Damn, I can't remember. Uh, Villanova. Longwood. Purdue. St. Peter. Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oops. I'm sorry. I was looking Long at my look. bracket. Yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, Colgate. Yeah, my, yeah, my bracket is yeah. gone, too. So. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm pulling up my bracket. Um, Villanova. God, I don't know. I'll go with Villanova just for the hell of it. I don't. I can't remember the rest of them. Huh. Can't remember. I have no idea. As you can see, I can't pick them very well because I can't remember the teams. What happened? All right, we're not going anywhere until we find the mouse. <laughs> now there. Where? Oh, there. Okay, there we are. I knew it was somewhere. Yeah, I mean everybody's going. the The easy pick right now is Villanova. Kenny, who do you think? North Carolina. Like it. I'm still going to stay with Kentucky. All right, Mark. We'll see you next week. If not, we see you earlier, my friend. Okay. Sounds good. All righty, boss. See you soon. All right. Take care, guys. All right. right. Mark Milicek, our our sport director here at CKWI Radio 76. Kenny, what did we not discuss in one whole minute? Well, we didn't discuss. uh, What did we discuss? I mean, there's all kinds of nonsense going on out there but uh <laughs> boy we covered a lot of ground today didn't we there was a lot of nonsense to cover oh yeah yeah we didn't talk about uh the slap at the oscars did we uh no we and, didn't and we're not going to okay good stuff <laughs> works for me man i'm telling you but i hear that will smith's next uh movie is going to be a, a documentary about uh um Juwan howard really what's it called called slap it bitch <laughs> <laughs> Now he just has to grow about another foot and a half. All right. Well, we're going to be next week. We're going to be at the last part of spring training. And so we'll probably have our MLB review show that week where Pre- we're going to be. Preview, you mean? The preview. Well, we're going to review all the teams before re- they go. Review the preview, huh? Yes. That's right. We're going to go back twice. Um, so that's what we're going to do. And right now, we're going to go out on the ledge and say, watch them Phillies. Ooh, really? Yep. Yeah, babies. That's exactly the way that we're looking on the National League side of town. However, we are thrilled that um, Buck Schulweiler is there also. I'll say this. Watch watch the Reds. They're the team to beat. That's because everyone's going <laughs> to <everyone's gonna> beat them. <laughs> everyone's going to be on top of them. Yeah. Ooh. Egad. All righty. Um, let's see. That's right. Uh, take yourself one frozen, <laughs> one frozen mouse. This is going to be kind of fun. All right. There we go. Um, I'm not sure we went. 
Anyways, uh, come see us. We are going to be everywhere that you are. So you can see us on Podbean or download us on Apple Podcasts, better known as iTunes, or TuneIn Radio, or good old podcast, uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Overcast, PocketCast, Castro, CastBox. And that's everybody there. Whew, my God. Wow. Wait, get your money, get your bracket ready for next next week's MLB. You don't want to miss it, and you don't want to miss not having any battery left in your in. So, for everybody, for Mark Milicek, our sport director, and the Super CPA Ken Pocket, myself, John Sever, we'll see you next week on the Detroit Sports Authorities. Bye. Bye.